Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for Coffee and Company, fueled by Thornton's on Sports Talk 790. Now here's Nick Coffee. You guys aren't going to believe this. In fact, you probably will. But uh, today, another day of added shenanigans with the Louisville basketball program. Who would have guessed it? So it's been a mystery for weeks now as far as what the hell is going on with Karan Davis. And uh, I think as we speak here at 5.04, there's even more people curious and in, in, in wanting to know what happened because of what has transpired today. So I guess we'll back up briefly here. I don't need to give the whole story all over again, but whenever he was no longer around the team, Kenny wouldn't really, I mean, his comments were that he's, I mean, I I think the first thing he said is he's got to talk to Karan about his future. And then from then on, it was vague. He said that Karan's not in trouble and that he loves him and that he didn't do anything wrong. And that was really all he would add. Well, then, you know, he's still not around. Kenny won't provide an update. And then we see him at a game sitting in the stands against Bellarmine um, just as a fan. And that that is not normal. That's not something you typically see. We get no, no explanation. And then last Friday, Kenny was asked about Karan's situation, his status, and why he was in the stands. And Kenny said he did not know that he was in the stands, but if he was at the game sitting in the stands, that he doesn't, that he, he's not bothered by it. And that was really it. And then earlier today, Karan Davis shared a tweet on a two part tweet on social media that, you know, had me feeling like a real dumbass when the show started because I'm reading it and yet I'm seeing, okay, why is everybody reporting that he's transferring? Why is everybody saying, that he's leaving. I mean, it wouldn't be a shock given the situation, but he, you know, he didn't, he didn't say that. So his tweet initially just, and I'll read it word for word once again, I just finished my first semester academically at Louisville. I'm extremely proud of myself. I challenged myself in the classroom and got it done. I'm enjoying the college experience being a true student athlete. Where I come from, a lot of people don't get this opportunity. I want to say thank you to everyone at UofL, Card Nation, and the City of Louisville for taking me in. Today I'll be at the Yum Center supporting our women's team and my teammates at the doubleheader. So as I read it once again, I'm thinking to myself, um, when he says he's supporting his teammates, that means he's on the team, right? I mean, I guess you could call yourself teammates if you don't still play together, but you at one point did. But, you know... It kind of looked like a goodbye without a goodbye, did it not? I mean, that's, to me, what it seemed like. So then UofL put out a statement via press release, but it really wasn't much of a press release. They just essentially had a comment on the situation and said that he's transferring and they wish him well. That was it. They didn't They didn't say anything else. Well, after that, um, Karan Davis, I guess, heard about the 
heard about the statement that he was transferring, and he was surprised, it sounds like, because he put this out about an hour ago once everybody started reporting that he is transferring. He says, I didn't express to anyone at UofL that I wanted to transfer. I never asked to transfer. I enjoy being a Cardinal. The fact that an official statement was released giving false information is disheartening and sad. So I have since asked Karan Davis if he wants to come on the show, and uh, I've not got a response yet. And I may not get a response, and he may respond and uh, go tell me to, you know, play in traffic. I, I don't know. Um, but if he wanted to come on and share his side, I would love to hear from him. You know, just because, you know, it would be something. Everybody's curious about it. I mean, I wouldn't – it wouldn't be me trying to give this kid a platform to – to crush the staff and Kenny Payne because he wouldn't do that. If he was going to do that, he would do it already on social media. He didn't need me to do it. So I do see here that uh, Eric Crawford is at the UofL women's game, which, by the way, they're playing right now against uh, Moorhead State. It's a doubleheader today. But there's a, there's a gap between games to where I do wonder if people are going to stick around because, you know, this one will end probably here in an hour or so. And you still have to wait until 8 o'clock to tip off. So, anyways, Eric Crawford's at the game, the women's game, and Karan Davis is there in the stands, and it sounds like um, he won't talk. In fact, it says here that um, he could not comment at the time, and his quote was, I got to wait. So, I still deep down, and this isn't even me giving anybody the benefit of the doubt. I just still deep down think that this is actually a pretty minor, non-eventful, not salacious situation. And it's just been handled so poorly by U of L. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Because if Karan Davis did something bad to be disciplined, punished, kicked off the team, we would know. He would be dismissed from the team. He would be bitter, probably. He would be, you know, wanting to save face. So, I, look, I, I still think it'll come out as that he just decided to leave. And But then again, maybe he didn't because he's saying he didn't decide to leave. So, again, I guess my theory from the jump has been now proven to be incorrect if his word is true, meaning because I just assumed he wanted to leave because he, maybe he wasn't going to get playing time. Maybe he didn't like what was going on here. Maybe he didn't think it was going to be a good fit. Um, but he says he didn't intend to transfer. So we'll see. I don't know when, but we uh, we will see. All right. It's Coffee and Company. We are Fueled by Thornton's here on Sports Talk 790. Thanks for hanging out with us. Certainly appreciate it. Uh, don't forget tonight we've got the postgame show, Louisville Basketball. As soon as this thing ends, we will uh, go live and react. And I'm, I'm always curious. I get a little nervous when we get closer and closer to these postgame shows because I just don't know – um, not, not, not that I'm nervous that people are going to be overly negative or anything like that, because look, I get it. That's sort of the situation overall. But like, if you, I'll put it this way, and this is probably not something wise of me to say, but like, if you didn't want to listen because of what's going on with the program, like I would totally get it. <laughs> Cause usually if you're going to listen to an all time, like, oh man, there's a post game show and this program is in the dumps. This is one of, this is something nobody would have ever believed could happen. But we've done those shows how many times now? Like, you know, it's just a post-game show is to specifically react to something. And I just think the reaction level is just non-existent for a lot of people, myself included, which, again, I think makes me probably unqualified to do the show. But, you know, 
it's not a bad gig. I'm glad to do it. <laughs> I know there's no way in knowing, but I mean, there is the chance that there could be more developments in this Karan Davis situation by the time the postgame show starts. Oh, Especially no once doubt. Kenny Payne you know, speaks at the press yeah. conference. So here's the thing. Kenny's going to be asked about it, but I imagine he will say the same kind of things that he has said, and, 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 it'll, and it'll be left at that. I think that, or, or maybe. Could they ask about the statement that was put out, though? I mean. Yeah, maybe. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, I, 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 that's a good point. They could not maybe ask what happened, but say, hey, there was a release stating that he was transferring. He says he didn't plan to transfer. Can you explain? And he'll probably give a canned answer as far as what he can say, and, and that'll be it. But there's also a chance that Quran may have, I don't know. I guess it depends on who you talk to because they may be to the point now where they're no longer going to maybe in their mind do something to maybe protect him and defend him because he's now called them out. But then again, maybe he's now doing the exact same thing because he's the one who at least made it seem a little contentious because of his comment about, hey, they put out a release that I was transferring. I've never said, I've never told anybody that. I mean, it could, it, it, it could probably be a scenario where Kenny and Karan have been talking but no real decision has been made, and Kenny just assumed he was going to leave, so he told somebody in the athletic department to put out the statement, and Karan's like, hey, I never said what I was doing. I mean, that exact scenario that I just laid out I think is somewhat likely and not that crazy, but it's just something that is so easily prevented, but we get in our own way here at Louisville a lot in the last year and some change, and it's, uh, it's unfortunate. It is. All right, uh, quick update for you guys that are, in fact, I was going to say quick update for you guys that are keeping up with the transfer portal. I'm sure you guys are keeping up with it maybe better than I am because it's hard to keep up with. But I do know there have been five additions uh, to uh, to Louisville's roster via the portal thus far. Started, of course, with Tyler Shuck, the quarterback that uh, Jeff Brom secured, I believe, was it last week or the week before? I think it was last week. Anyways, um, he's in the mix, and then over the weekend, two Ivy League linemen, a Yale offensive lineman, uh, Jonathan Mendoza, and then Thor Griffith, who is a defensive lineman from Harvard. They committed over the weekend, and then in the last 24 hours, roughly, two tight ends have committed to uh, to play for Jeff Brown. I think we knew it was going to be a position that they um, they prioritized, and they landed two in, again, about 24 hours' time. It started with Mark Redman who started his career at Washington, then played two years at San Diego State. Uh, he will be a grad transfer, was a second-team All-Mountain West um, selection for two straight years, and uh, was very productive. And now the latest tight end is a guy who committed earlier today. That's Tanner Koziol, who is a 6'7", 240-pound tight end, who uh, played at Ball State most recently, played two years there, and had 10 touchdowns in two seasons. So... So far, so good for Jeff Brom in the portal. And as I've mentioned, I think you could probably say the same thing about Kentucky. I think both of them, and I'll look to make sure before we end up wrapping up the show today, but I think right now, and again, it's probably not worth much because it's so early, but I think both Louisville and Kentucky are probably grading out pretty well when it comes to the guys they've added compared to the guys they've lost. And that's the goal. That is the goal of every coach in the portal. Now, obviously, you want to hit home runs. You want to you want to hit big to where you've really upped the talent and depth an experience level of your roster, but I think you know best. You know, really worst case scenario should be just make sure you didn't lose more than you added, and sometimes that's going to be easier said than done. All right, uh, if you are looking to lose weight, you want to be happier, healthier. I've got the folks that can help you do exactly that. It is my friends at the Weight Loss Centers of Louisville. Give them a call. They're anxious to hear from you. 
And you'll know that as soon as they pick up the phone. They're passionate about what they do, and they're good at what they do. And that is helping people lose weight, which, again, will end up making you happier, healthier. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but I think that's the way we should all be living life, happy and healthy. So, again, give them a call, 502-735-0360, 502-735-0360. It is the Weight Loss Centers of Louisville. Tell them I sent you, and uh, that'll make me look good, as if I need anybody to make me look good. I hope that like there's like a like if there's like a uh, an alarm that goes off in people's heads whenever I'm sarcastic because that would be a real douchey thing to say and I was making a joke which probably wasn't even a good joke but anyways we'll move on don't associate my bad attempted humor with the fine folks at the weight loss centers of Louisville all right let's go to the phone lines 502-571-7900 is the number if you want to jump in and join us again 502-571-7900 Jeff, what's happening? You're on Sports Talk 790. How we doing? How we doing, Nick? Hey, man, I'm just curious. Um, you're hearing things from former players. You are reading a lot of things on Twitter. Um, I just read where um, a, a notable, uh, reputable writer in town tried to speak to Mr. Davis regarding his transfer situation. and The statement was, I got to wait. Have you ever seen – organization i'm talking like whether it's a work organization a school university have you ever seen anything with as much dysfunction and disorganization as we've seen with louisville basketball in the last let's call it 24 months because i'm trying to think of even a little league baseball team where you know someone's playing daddy ball and somebody else is sleeping with the assistant coach yeah, head coach, head coach shows up drunk to games and stuff. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. It's the, the bad news bears, man. Louisville, yeah. Louisville basketball has turned into the bad news bears of basketball, and honestly, I, I don't think Morris Buttermaker is going to come back to save you. No, I, I'm with you, and, and I, for me, I, I'm no longer shocked by anything because I'm just not. But overall, to answer your question, it really has been – consistent from day one to today it's there's been a consistent sort of theme of like man you can't make this stuff up like this this is insane now this is not really to defend them Jeff but it's not been any it's there's no like to be fair Louisville's had other like wow that's crazy things like the minority hall Katina Powell book finding out Rick Pitino's coach too um, Rick, uh, Dino Gaudio extorting our head coach. Like, there's been some other things that's like, wow, that's insane. That's never happened here. It's all been kind of silly stuff, but it's also things that are so easily prevented, easy to prevent. And it's given you two layers, Jeff, where you have the disastrous product on the floor that is its own embarrassment, but then everything else associated with the program, for the most part, has also been an embarrassment. So, I mean, I can't think of anything. Because to be honest with you, in most instances, if we're talking about an organization, a company, a brand, they would hold people accountable and they wouldn't let it happen. And yet things continue to happen here. And again, there's not been anything like Kenny has not done anything that I believe is like a fireable offense when it comes to the college basketball position. Right. A lot of people say, hey, if you're not doing your job good enough and in fact, you're awful at your job that's enough to fire you. But in basketball, it's different. In coaching, it's different, I should say, because that's just how contracts work. But no, I, I mean, it's not like we've had some of the crazy things that have happened here before, and it's not like we've had some of the crazy things that are happening like elsewhere with other programs. But, yeah, this has been just a constant, you know, it's just been a constant revolving 
statement essentially, or I guess a question I should say of like, is this real life? Is this really happening? Because you can't make it up. No, you, you can't. And at the end of the day, I think winning cures a lot of things, but when you roll out, I mean, good Lord, man, I, I, I can count a couple of CSAA teams that look like they had more organized offense than mobile basketball. Oh yeah. There's and no structure on the court. That's for sure. It's it's just like I sit there and I mean, man, like I play D three basketball. So what do Shout I know? Shout out D three. But yeah, I mean, I hate D three hoops forever, D three dreams. But I mean, like you know, we at least would have an offense. And okay, hey, if you pass here, you've got to do one of three things. And if you don't, you sit. If you can't beat your guy in three dribbles, you do one of these things. You don't do that, you sit. I, I sit there and I watch Louisville and, you know, you got the tight situation. Like that should have stayed in house, man. You've got the Karan Davis stuff. No one knows what's going on with that. It's, it's honestly, man, just, I've never seen anything like it. And like, you want to laugh, but at this point it's kind of like, okay, you're starting to feel bad for somebody. And I don't know who is everybody involved. I, I, I just don't even know. You don't even have really anything you can say. Yeah. It's, um, and, and and I thank you for the call, Jeff. I appreciate you as always. And that was a really good way to kind of wrap up the because what you said towards the end is kind of how I've been feeling for a while now. As far as like, what do we say now? Like, what is left to what is left to put out there? That ha- I mean, it's just you know, typically when you're talking about a college basketball program, for the most part, year round. I mean, we don't do it every day for three hours, but you know what I mean. Basketball's a big deal around here. So, you know, with that said, I mean, usually when we're talking about the program this time of year, you're talking about at this point, you know, that you're off to a good start, you know, looking at the opportunities to get wins that'll help your resume, tracking your seed, you know, those kind of things. And we haven't done that in a long time, which is which is kind of sad. And it'd be one thing if, you know, you were making big strides, but you're not. And it's just left. I mean, I don't know how to talk about this team and this program currently, the way it's being run. I don't know how to do that and make it fun, make it interesting, you know, make it to where people can, you know, engage with, with the show because it's just, it's so far gone. And um, unfortunately, this year is a wash, I think. I mean, there is a lot of basketball left. I can't tell people that they're wrong and they're lying. And I'm not hearing many people say that anymore. But that's like the last thing you can pull out is that, I mean, I got nothing to tell you as to what's going to make this thing better and what's going to help. But all I can say is they at least have more games left to play and we'll see what happens because we can't predict the future. I can predict the future, actually. Louisville will not end up having a good season this year. I've seen it in the crystal ball. In fact, I think they're, I mean, I think they'll lose tonight the more I think about it, but we'll see. We'll see. All right, I know we got to get to a break. We'll come back, keep this thing rolling along, get back to your phone calls. Phone lines are open too, guys, if you want to jump in. 502-571-7900. It's Coffee and Company, fueled by Thornton's right here on Sports Talk 790. Listening to Coffee and Company with Nick Coffee on Sports Talk 790. 
So a couple of quick updates here for you guys in the portal. The latest member of the Louisville roster that has entered the portal is cornerback Derek Edwards III, which, you know, unfortunate. But uh, one of the guys who entered the portal, Popeye Williams, was a big-name recruit, a guy that a lot of folks probably didn't like to see leave because there was still belief that he could be a really good player. He picked Louisville over Alabama a couple years ago. But when you see that he ended up at Western Michigan, I think that kind of tells you that you know, he may end up being great, but he's leaving because he wants an opportunity and he believes that's where he's going to have his best opportunity and that's in the max. So I wish him the best. That's not a diss or anything. It's just, you know, some transparency, some context, I think, when it comes to the portal. And then Louisville, again, two guys leaving that I don't think are going to be missed greatly. And then you've got the report here that uh, Duke defensive tackle Aeneas Peebles has named one of has named Louisville one of the top schools. He's actually one of the best defensive tackles in the portal. So this is what you want to do, right? Guys who you don't feel like I mean, probably they don't feel like they're going to get a lot of action, a lot of reps, so therefore they decide to move on and uh you replace them with guys that you really want. They can help you. All right, uh when it comes to travel, road trips, they're the best. And somebody called me out on this, John. Did they know? I'm saying road trips, and I keep mentioning the airport. Is it a road trip if you don't drive? I guess it's not, right? I would say so. I guess it's just a trip, you know? So when it comes to any trip, any travel, whatever you're doing for the holidays, maybe you know, you're just looking to get away, maybe you've got some vacation you want to burn up before the holidays, but you don't want to, you don't, you're not going to do it because you don't want to spend an insane amount of money purchasing airline tickets. I totally get it. So get yourself one of the luxury vans over at Cook and Reeves. And uh, it'll be the way to go because not only are you riding in style, 29-inch flat-screen TVs in these vans, 7 to 9-passenger, or you can do a 12 to 15-passenger van uh, if you want to take a big group of people. They've got USB charging uh, ports at each seat within the van, all other seats, and uh, you're in control whenever you are on the road. Now, you, you may hit traffic, right, and that's unfortunate, but a traffic jam won't be so bad whenever you're riding in style and you're relaxing on the comfort of those leather seats and you've got something on the TV. I mean, it's the way to go. And uh, I wish I knew about them long. You know, I wish I knew about them more recent. Um, or I wish I knew about them a long time ago rather than knowing about them here recently because it would have definitely changed how I would travel. So give them a call, 502-447-8255, 502-447-8255. It's Cookin' Reeves Vans. It's cookinreevesvans.com if you want to check them out on the website. That's where you go and make your reservation. And, uh, when you arrive, the reservation's ready for you to go. Sounds pretty normal, but you'd be surprised at a lot of folks that make reservations only to find out the reservation actually wasn't fully confirmed, which you don't have to worry about that at, uh, at Cook and Reeves. All right, let's go to the phone lines. 502-571-7900 is the number if you want to give us a call and join us on the show. Uh, let's go to David. David, what's happening? Well, just uh, Nick, I'd say I'm catching up to this conversation a little late just on my way home from work and man i tell you i'm just kind of heartbroken as i was telling john i'm 60 years old and you know i remember this my my neighborhood friends their dad was a professor at L. I grew up a kentucky fan and they flipped me they flipped my allegiance this was about this was the time when griff and bobby turner were at L. you know my what I remember, you know, I was in school, uh, you know, we went to the 82 Final Four in New Orleans. We measured Louisville basketball always seems like was measured on can we win it or can't we? And now it just seems like 
it is so far off in the distance. And I know you remember this, too. There used to be a billboard on 64 coming back to town that said Louisville were miles ahead. And it oh, just, yeah, I remember it. Just, it. it just, and it just, and it just, I mean, I, I hate to think that the time I have left on the planet is going to be, you know, always thinking that Kentucky can win this thing every year. I mean, to think this year, I, I, I try to block them out of my head and really concentrate on what's important, which are the Louisville Cardinals. And to know that Calipari is such a lousy coach and he can find a way to recruit these kids that could possibly win it all, if, if that happens, I might just have to move to the moon. But uh, <laughs> that, 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 that being said, Kenny, we, you know, I got faith in you, brother. We went to New York. We gave Texas all they wanted. We gave IU all they wanted. We're, you know, we're kind of regressing again. It just seems like there's good, there has to be an answer, and I just hope it happens in my lifetime. Well, David, I appreciate the call, man, and I know there's a lot of folks like you around your age that they caught that wave, and that was when Louisville kind of became the brand that is Louisville Athletics, and of course, we all know it was started with basketball, and you know, you, you caught the wave or you caught the bug, whatever you want to call it, and you've been you've been riding it ever since because you know it's it becomes a big part of, you know, your I don't want to say your social life, but you know, like it's a big deal to be a fan of the teams around here for a lot of folks. Now, maybe some aren't into it as much as others, but you know, it's sad whenever something that has given you such great joy um, pretty consistently throughout your life, meaning Louisville basketball, is now just in this in this kind of spot. But I do want to say this, David, I can't guarantee anything. I don't know for sure, but I I I I'm I totally am on the other side of you on this, and that's not a criticism. I mean, I get it as far as everything you said, but I believe Louisville will be back to where they're super relevant again, and they are one of the best programs in the country pretty consistently now. National championships? Look, I don't know. I'm 35, a little younger than you, David. I've only seen one. so, And yet Louisville has three, and therefore they're still considered to be one of the best programs of all time because it's not there aren't many programs that get national championships. But, you know, I'm not asking for a national title. I mean, I hope we get one before your days are done, David. And, I mean, look, you're 60. You're not 97, man. I hope, hope you're with us for a long time. And uh, I think in the many years you have left, there will be many good years of Louisville basketball. I just don't know exactly when and, and, and who's going to be leading it. But I I don't think I'm delusional or I'm in denial whenever I say this, but it is not going to be some unbelievable task to get Louisville back on track rather quickly because of just the way college basketball is now. I mean... I don't want to say the way it's now operating, but I mean, I guess that is, I mean, that's, that's part of it. So if you get a good coach, which you will, I mean, Louisville hired a guy that was a big risk. And I think there was thought that there'd be a big reward for it. And it just was wrong, right? Like you didn't hire Kenny Payne as a good coach or a bad coach. You know why? Cause he'd never been a head coach before. So you just didn't know at all what you were getting. Which the more I think about it, you know, and I said this since day one, it wasn't even anti-Kenny. It's just a, a fact that you can't be a program like Louisville and hire a guy that's never done the job before. 
I mean, they did it, so I guess they can, and I'm incorrect, but it just, it's not, it's, it's, and look, you could do it and it could work out, but it's still a huge risk that I just think isn't worth taking. And they took the risk and it's, it's really burned them up to this point. But there could be coaches that I am not overly thrilled about that I know could be like, there are coaches that I don't think are worthy of the Louisville job just as far as resume and brand and um, their presence, if that makes sense. There could be coaches that I don't think are would be sniffing the job, but if they got it, I could see them having success, maybe some major success, because you have all the resources here to be successful if you're a good coach. I mean, you do. And there's no longer a, man, we got we to gotta get three recruiting classes in here, and each of them have to develop for us to be able to be decent. That's not that's not the game anymore. It's the portal. You can use it to your advantage and there look there it's not just for coaches who take over and want to quickly get off to a good start. It's for coaches that may be at the same gig for 20 years. It's just the way to do it now because it's 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 the safer route. So because of that, I I'm of the belief that one, Louisville if they get the right coach, they could have major success in probably a shorter amount of time than most people believe. And also, when you're here where we are, which I'm looking around, you know, it's just me here where I'm at right now, but, you know, I'm imagining that you're all with me, and we're, where you know where we are? The we're, dungeon. We're, we're at rock bottom. I'm in the sex dungeon, but, you know, it's, it's... It's pretty similar. It's Yeah, it's exactly. So, you know, when you are at rock bottom there's going to be things that like you never used to celebrate or used to think was a big deal worthy of celebrating that we may we may lose our minds if in fact it happens next year and we've got a new coach right like let's say you beat a team by 30 and you shoot really well from 3 and you demolish a team like a real team it used to just be well that's what we do we're Louisville I'm trying to think of who the biggest Boston College. Boston College has been the biggest bum in the ACC since Louisville's been there. Like, let's say next year you got a new coach and Boston College comes to town. You got you know eighteen thousand at the Yum Center because there's juice, there's excitement. The team is expected to be not only a lot better, but maybe they could mess around and get a good seat in a tournament. That kind of stuff. Boston College comes to town. You beat their brains in. I feel like. I'll be starting a post-game show saying, man, who knew it could feel so good to beat the hell out of Boston College? Well, whenever you are this low, things that you know you didn't used to see as things that are worthy of being excited about, you're going to be excited about. And that's not ideal, right? We would, have, we would have preferred to never be in said situation, but that is, I think, kind of a silver lining here to where, and look, that's something that coaches are going to consider when they take the job too. They know that there's pressure at Louisville because of what the job is, but they know what they're walking into, and they understand that like we're going to clearly give them a lot better than what they had, and that'll make them at least happy for the time being. So I remember when Chris Mack left, and, and I don't think Chris Mack was treated fairly by the administration, and I think that was pretty obvious to people who just not even in the know, but just people who were assessing the situation. Now, um, with all that said, Chris left. He quit. Louisville didn't fire him. And I don't say that to point out, hey, he's a quitter. I say that because that was a situation where I was really worried about how attractive Louisville's job would be to some because Chris Mack was a respected coach in the industry. And 
if he got ran out of town for really not having any terrible year. And to be honest, he legitimately had years worth of a legitimate excuse because of the cloud. So I think it's important to note that he walked away. Now, it's still a bad look from Louisville that he walked away, especially if he ends up coaching again, which I think he will. But we all know that was a very unique situation overall that had nothing to do with him. And at times it was the administration. So anyways, you're not, you don't have to like those in the coaching world are not going to look at Louisville's situation with Kenny Payne and think, Oh, I'm not going to work there. <laughs> you see the way they treated that guy. Like, again, it'll be a short tenure if he gets fired after this year, but nobody with a brain cell would say that he was mistreated and he didn't get a fair shake. He got a, two-year fair shake, and he turned Louisville basketball into something that 99.9, maybe 100% of the world never thought would happen. So, David, I hear you, brother. It's it's not been great. Football's been a nice distraction because they've been rolling, but Louisville basketball is something that a lot of folks, David's age, probably, you know, this is not a knock on the football program. I just think it's reality. You know, Louisville basketball had really had become a big brand and established themselves as a dominant program. Some say they were the team of the 80s. So Louisville did that, made a name for themselves as a university, and again, the basketball program did that. And it was before the football program really even grew up, if that makes sense, right? So early, playing at a baseball stadium, free tickets kind of stuff. That's not a knock, that's just the reality. So that's why it hurts more for a lot of folks that are older than me or maybe my age because basketball is just, there's more tradition, there's more history and it's not to say it's because it's it's that much better. It's just because it's been a you know it's been a top level program since long before I was born. And football's just different. So I get it. Football's been a great distraction, and some would probably say we're a football school now, but we're not. And you all know that. That's just the reality. Is my is my chair still shaking? I got to get some data. I got to get some lubrication down here, John. For the sex uh -oh. dungeon. Uh oh, lubrication for the sex dungeon. Not. Not because of what you're thinking, but because I got a squeaky chair. All right, quick break. Good work, John. That was, that was well played by you. It's like you're my mirror. Oh, my mirror's staring back at me. Oh, I couldn't get any bigger. Oh, you're listening to Coffee and Company with Nick Coffee on Sports Talk 790. If you want to get a head start on everybody else that uh, is going to make, once again, their New Year's resolution to lose weight and uh, be healthier, uh, you can do it by reaching out to my friends at the Weight Loss Centers of Louisville. Give them a call, 502-735-0360. Again, 502-735-0360 is the number. They'll be eager to hear from you. They'll be excited. And uh, I think you'll learn just with a quick conversation with the folks that they know what they're doing, they're great at what they do, and uh, they're going to be able to help you. And last I checked, you know, losing weight isn't easy for everybody. Maybe for some folks it is, but, uh, you know, for me it wasn't. I needed somebody to really kind of guide me down the right path, hold me accountable, provide that structure, and uh, they did exactly that, and they can do the same for you. Again, 502-735-0360. It is the Weight Loss Centers of Louisville. All right, I got a couple of games I'm betting on tonight, John. Still a light night of college hoops, and I would assume it's mostly due to the fact that we're getting closer to Christmas and whatnot. But, um, you know, conference play is not up and running for, for everybody right now. But um, I, I'm, I'm curious of your thoughts on one of my bets, and it okay. is the Creighton-UNLV game because I, I'm, I'm really I, 
I think Creighton's really good. I talked about him yesterday. I don't really believe that they are. It's just hard for me to say that I think they can win the national championship, but I think they're that good. They're talented the way they play. I mean, they're and they're well coached too, by the way. They're minus 14 and a half against UNLV, which the reason I'm asking for your thoughts on this is do you believe that it, it, it should be a stay away game for people who bet on college basketball due to the UNLV situation? UNLV's not very good. Their best win is against, I think, Pepperdine. Um, Creighton is really good, but UNLV, this is their first game uh, since a, you know, Actually, no, they played last week, but they had the recent shooting at campus and they may be like motivated, right? Like the energy may be through the roof because they're wanting to come out and, and, you know, rally around the university that went through something rough. So I'm going to, I'm going to trust Creighton, but look, there's a, there's a fact out there. I'll, maybe I'll pull it up one day on a rainy day, but if the mascot dies, a live animal mascot, don't touch any team against the spread because they're going to be fighting for that mascot. Anyways, also like over 157 and a half in the BYU game. Have a good night, everybody. Post game night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.